Welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. And Matt, back. We missed our people. Getting back into this. Uh, pretty cool. As we just came on air and, and started the recording here, uh, Ashton Thompson uh, out of Salem, Salem, Indiana, down there at um, the Chili Bowl, getting yeah, interviewed right now. Perfect timing right there to just had a good looking t shirt, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I, I got to reach out to her dad and get. <laughs> Get one of those. Um, so, yeah, very cool. But, yeah, we're, we're here in studio. Uh, unfortunately, we're not live tonight. We we had um, just some bugs that I got to get worked out here before we get everything back up and live um, and going. So, but but definitely back in recording mode. We've got, we've got the chili bowl on here as we sit here. But a lot of stuff to kind of jump back in and talk about, Matt, and um, – Excited to do so. I am very excited. I tell you what, it's been uh, a long time since we've sat down and done this. Yeah, and uh, just so our um, our our listeners know, the plan is. I know we used to have a schedule. We went every other week, and then we got into the race season. We went every week. We are going to stick to every other week, um, at least twice a month. It may be um, a situation where. You know, depending on our jobs and our lives, we may bounce around a little bit, but uh, definitely plan to get on back back on this uh, on a regular basis. And uh, excited, man! The new studio is is up and running and looking good, and and excited to be be back at it. Looks real good. You did a good job down here. Well, thank you. Uh, do want to say first of all, uh, you know, thank you to our presenting sponsor, Dirt to Media. Um, if you have not gone over to dirttomedia.tv or dirttomedia.com and started to look at some of the packages coming up um, for all of your live racing action, uh, got to give it to, to my partner in crime, Ryan Bowling, with everything he is planning over there with Dirt to Media. Uh, there's just going to be a ton of content over there. And if, if you're in the micro sprint uh, racing world, Mark your calendars right now, September 28th through the 30th, the richest weekend in micro sprint uh, racing, uh, the Deuce is Wild, presented by Dirt 2 Media. Matt, and I, I am very, very proud to say this on this, but uh, two full features on Saturday night. We're going to race three nights, but two full features on Saturday night. Both winners uh, take it home $20,222.22. But probably even more impressive because there's lots of promoters out there who have thrown those big numbers at the top, but we know that as it goes through the field, it's not. If you start Saturday night, we're going to pay out $1,022.22 to everyone who starts the deuce is wild. That is both in the wing division and the non-wing division. I'll tell you what, that's uh, that's bigger than some winning the winner gets in most purses. So that is amazing. That is awesome to see that kind of money coming out in motorsports. Yeah, and, so uh, total purse about $122,000 for the three days. for wow. uh, And, you know, big shout out to uh, uh, the, the crew at US24 for working, f- working with us and getting everything up there. But I'm telling you, this is going to be a big event. It's going to be a fun event. Um, I am excited to be a part of it. But, again, like I said, you, <laughs> the money is there, and we're excited That's to awesome. see those guys race for uh, a big payday. I want to also say, you know, Dirt to Media, you know, you and Ryan and you guys have broadened your horizons and really expanded out. And that is awesome for the, the variety of different motorsports that you guys are bringing in for people to watch. And uh, 
I mean, you're exposing the audience to such, uh, you know, such different things now that uh, I like that, that you guys didn't pigeonhole yourself into in one or two things. And I mean, you're all over with everything, and that's that's great. Yeah, and I can give a lot of credit to Ryan with that. And I, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, and and Ryan has really been willing to chase and go places that other broadcast companies haven't. I mean. Um, there's no one else beating down the door to shoot indoor go-kart shows in <laughs> Kentucky. Um, you know, the micro sprint world has really gone uncovered. Um, All right. Now the, the funny thing is since we've gotten in and some of these NASCAR names, you know, Brexton oh, Bush yeah. and some of these others are getting in and you know, dads are jumping in, in cars as well. All of a sudden there's a little more interest on the micro side, but, uh, you know, I could give him credit. Um, you know, he saw from an early stage that for us to be successful, we were going to have to be different, and and he continues to push that. So a big shout-out to him. But I'm telling you guys, if you are not a Dirt to Media subscriber, it is the time. Get on board with us. It's going to be one wild, wild 2023. I absolutely agree. And you got to look at it this way, man. When ESPN first started, they, I mean, they were broadcasting lawnmower races. And, and look where they're at now. So, uh, you know, that's that's what you got to look at. So. Yeah, and I, you know, let's talk about some uh, some big events here in Indiana um, that we've got coming on, and, and the first one, I I got to give a shout out to my old buddies. Um, you know, talking here about uh, some of us broadening out and going a different direction, but the American All Star Series presented by PPM Racing Products. Uh, I got a chance to go down to Tennessee and chase this series a little bit a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. And I just got to say, there's always been an interest and a, and a desire to see, could we get uh, the American All-Stars up to Indiana to race? And I'll be honest, the biggest thing, going back to what we were just talking about with payouts and um, the money, it's tough because we just do not have a lot of tracks willing to put up the kind of money these guys are used to racing for. If if you've never gone down to Tennessee and watched crate racing in Tennessee, they regularly race for ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. Like it is that's awesome. It is not unheard of to see those things. So we know being in Indiana, a ten thousand dollar crate show is a massive show. Um, so I got to give a big shout out to Paragon Speedway and everything that their new ownership is doing, because um, if you look ahead to July 20th through the 22nd, it is a three day show. Um, the American All-Star Series will be there and it is a $20,000 to win purse. Um, that's big. great for all those guys running the, the, the crate series. I mean, that's. That is just absolutely amazing, and it's, and it's awesome that uh, Perrigan worked it out with them guys to get them up here to Indiana so Indiana could watch that. And, guys, don't sleep on this event either because, you know, sometimes three-day events, and, and I will tell you, Thursday night it's going to be open practice for the crates, but they're also going to run a bomber and a Hornet, um, you know, some events, then crates qualifying on Friday night with and heat races plus a full bomber show on Friday night, and then Saturdays you're going to get that – the crate concies and the feature and a full Hornet show. So here's wow. a great thing. We've talked about this a ton too. How can we get away from 37 classes at every racetrack here? They're betting their money. The crates are going to show up for that $20,000 to win. And we're going to have to run multiple concies. 
So we're looking at Concy's feature Hornet show out the door. And that's awesome. For those that, that have to travel a little bit, they'll get home, you know, not super late. The sun's not coming up when they're pulling the driveway. And uh, we've talked about that for a long time. You know, you don't want to spend 12 hours at a racetrack. You know, you want to get in, watch the, you know, the action and get back home. So that that is awesome that they broke it down like that. And I can tell you again, you know, shameless, uh, selfless plug here, but uh, that event will be live on Dirt to Media. All three days live on Dirt to Media. Um, and talk about another big event there at Paragon. The kickoff for Paragon Speedway is the annual No Way Out 40, uh, March 11th, uh, also live on Dirt to Media. But, you know, that's one, and, and Matt, I know that anybody that's listened to this show over the time, uh, you and I have had a lot of back and forths about, you know, fender cars and sprint cars and um, all in good fun. But, man, the No Way Out 40 is a pretty historic race that when you look down that winner's list, it it's is a who's, who's who, who of sprint cars. Absolutely. So very excited to uh, see that event kick off again. And, again, if you don't follow Paragon Speedway, get over on their Facebook page and check it out, man. They, every day I feel like they're updating, they're, they're putting something new in. Just a lot of work up there. That's what I was getting ready to add is they're really putting that effort forward to give a top-notch you know, racing facility there to bring these shows to to them and the people that want to come and watch. Other big uh, racing news um, that's just been released here in the, uh, the last uh, couple of weeks here, a little bit before Christmas, but um, Salem Speedway, uh, former owners down there have sold – um, Nick Bohannon, uh, buys the racetrack, uh, is bringing in Glenn Luckett, uh, to help manage and oversee the racetrack, but some really exciting stuff there as well. And I, I would like to say before we move on, um, a big shout out to Bill and Ashley nicely. Uh, anything in the racing business is a gamble. Absolutely. Um, we've talked on here a lot of times, like, the way to be a millionaire in racing is to start out a billionaire. Yep. yep. Um, but there's a lot of people who would have never taken the chance on Salem Speedway. Bill and Ashley did. And they put a lot of time and effort in there. So a big shout out to those guys for what they did. Um, but excited to see what Nick and Glenn can do going forward. Um, you know, I, I know most of what we talk about and cover on here is dirt racing, but Salem Speedway is something special. I've enjoyed it every time I've went down there. You know, it's uh, a lot of memories of being a kid that watched a lot of, you know, people went down there and raced before they were anybody that became somebody, you know, later on in their careers. So it's uh, definitely a uh, stepping stone to, uh, you know, professional drivers that uh, do it for a living, you know, after they, they leave from down there. So, yeah, I, we just talked about that No Way Out 40 in that list. But again, you go back yeah. and look at the list of, competitors and winners at um, Salem Speedway, that is a list of NASCAR and Indy 500 yeah. <laughs> drivers through and through. I, I remember in interviews, Darrell Waltrip talking about when he first started driving that going to Salem was was a trip he made every opportunity he had in, you know, early in his career. Yeah, it's just it's such a unique and, and cool venue and, and place. Yeah. And so, again, excited to see what they do. But um, I also want to throw out something here too. a, a, a new sponsor here to the show. And, and this is, um, 
I haven't cut commercials yet, so we're just going to talk a little bit about them. But uh, Racing Vector Store, if you get on Etsy, and um, I know a lot of our guys here on, on you know, listeners maybe have never been on Etsy. But if you get on Etsy and you search Racing Vector Store, um, if you're looking for artwork hmm. for different cars, uh, for mock-ups, for things you may be doing, um, this is the place to go look for it. It is Trent Niflis. Um, and around here, people are going to know Niflis Designs. Uh, absolutely. And um, just an amazing collection of his artwork that he is putting out for sale for you to be able to use for your own design work for what you're doing. And uh, I can't say enough. I used one of his designs just the other day for a, uh, a T-shirt design. Um, so a big shout-out to Trent Niflis. And like I said, that is um, uh, – Vector Racing Vector Store on the Etsy uh, website. So go check that out. Give him some love. And I will say some some designs outside of what we usually talk about that you can't hardly find. He's got some pulling tractors on there. He's got some other things that that you really can't find some good vectors for. So really good stuff there by Trent. And um, I will say that as Trent and I were talking about the sponsorship, uh, I did throw out the idea of him coming on for an episode and I am really excited because he responded with sounds great, but you got to get Jerry Brown, celery Brown in (laughs) so that those two can go back and talk about the hand lettering days and all the, the race cars that they have decorated over the years. That's what I was getting ready to say with both of those guys. I mean, there is, the history of history of Southern Indiana racing, you know, all the hand painting jobs they did and they moved on, you know, to the, the vinyl and the graphics and now the wraps. I mean, they, they could lay a uh, tutorial down on everything that's, that's happened. And I think that's honestly an episode. We'll just have to press record and can let them talk. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, the stories there are going to be great. So that's something we're going to get set up. So be on the lookout for that again. uh, Trent Niflis and Celery Brown, both joining us. Uh, to talk a little bit about their history in racing. I mean, it's just, uh, again, it's one that is ever-encompassing for sure. Absolutely. Uh, So kind of going on a different um, area here, but, you know, obviously getting ready to kick off everything. And, you know, an old friend of the show, uh, Huddy O'Neill, looking for – a new start, uh, had ton of success with double down road motorsports and Roger sellers. But, um, you know, that rocket house car came, came calling and I, how do you say no? When Mark Richards calls, it's pretty tough to not. Yeah. Take that opportunity. I absolutely agree. That car is, uh, performed every year it's ever been on the racetrack. So. Yeah, you look back at the you know the the group of drivers that's been in there, whether it was Josh Richards and and his success there, B Shep and what B Shep was able to do. Um, I'm excited to see Huddy in oh, yeah. that equipment and what Huddy can go and do. It'll be great. I mean, I think this will take him to the next step, you know, of his career. You know, and I, I do got to say, too, talking about, you know, Josh Richards there a little bit. Uh, Josh Richards coming out and announcing that he is retiring from full-time racing. Um, and I just want to say this. I, I think that, you know, and I, I've read some things of some of the comments and, you know, people questioning why, why are you – I think it's hard, you know, people as fans, again, I don't know that we always see what these guys put in 
every day through the week, the grind and travel. You know, I think sometimes we think these late model guys are a lot more like NASCAR guys where they jump in their, you know, their $500,000 million dollar motorhome and go, or they get in a helicopter or they fly to the event. A lot of these guys, even with these top level teams that have, you know, crews and wrenches and it's not as glamorous as what it, it always appears, you oh, know, standing there. So, and I, I don't think it's fair sometimes that for people to ask that question, why? And, uh, I mean, you, you had to walk away from coaching to pursue other endeavors. I walked away from a lot of my announcing and, uh, you know, it, it becomes part of your life and you don't want people second guessing you with the why, because you, you know, you think about it for days and days. And then when you finally make the decision, you don't want people to, to look at you like you're silly. You know, you just need to give them the respect they have and, you know, maybe there's issues he don't want to talk about that he had to walk away. Yeah, and I think, you know, I, you and I have talked a lot about, you know, the Dale Earnhardt Jr. situation and, and what Jr. went through. And I think his book, you know, really detailed a oh. lot of, you know, things that people didn't know. And, and again, I, I agree with you 100%. I, I don't think it's fair to question, you know, why people have to make those decisions. And, and again, I think as fans sometimes we think we're owed – you know, that, that explanation and we're not, you know, I yeah. got to give a lot of credit to Carl Edwards, who I can't believe he walked away from NASCAR this long ago. And we have not heard more about why and what's going on and where he's at and where he was able to ride off in the sunset and be him. And yeah. you know, kudos to him um, for that. So again, I think sometimes because we follow these guys lives and we're right there with them, we think that we're owed that explanation. And you know what? That's, that's between Josh and his family. And, you know, I hope that, that Josh still hits some events and I, I like watching Josh race and, you know, um, he'll always be kid rocket. And, oh, yeah. uh, but again, I think that it's, um, you know, something that as fans, we have to remember these guys are, are real humans as well. With families and, you know, households to take care of and, and everything else. So, uh, in other uh, big news from the racing world, uh, you know, just back in December, we had, you know, Dirt in the Dome. Um, and, you know, the one thing I will say about Dirt in the Dome, uh, this year I will give them credit. It was the best racing I've seen in St. Louis. Uh, now the bar was set pretty low for great racing. Uh, being honest, yeah, I'm not yeah. attacking them, but it was, it was pretty low. Um, but I got to say this, the one thing about dirt in December is that it, the storylines that come out of it are always unbelievable. And, you know, it, it's, it's sad and, and unfortunate to think what Tyler Erb went through that week with his dad passing away as they came into St. Louis Yes, for dirt in December, they made the decision. They weren't leaving. They weren't even going to tell anybody what was going on. They were focused because that's what his dad would want him to do. And I, I got to be honest. And I, I know Joe Hartwell, a guy that's been on the show here, him and I were talking about it. I was the same way when I first saw the interview with turbo and victory lane, he got out and he's tearing up and I'm like, I've never seen Turbo shed a tear like it. Yeah. Usually he's out ready to fight if you've watched any of his other 
um, <laughs> confrontations or situations, you know, any racetrack, any truck stop, any, any exit, you let me know. But then come to find out that this, they had not been, they'd not let everybody know this. And, uh, I just gotta give credit to him, man, to go drive your ass off and, and, you know, put your dad's name up like that is, uh, just an amazing, amazing feat. Oh, I, I agree. And uh, to have that laying on your heart while you're out there driving, you know, that's uh, like you like you said, Dion, I'm proud for him. You know, he's uh, kind of been beat down the underdog a lot of his career, and uh, I'm glad things are, are turning his way, you know, out on the racetrack now. Let me pull up here real quick. Um, you know, I know we don't always talk a – a lot of NASCAR, but, you know, not a ton of stuff going on right now outside of the Chili Bowl. Um, I think the last time I saw the flip counter here on Flow uh, Racing, we were up to 26 or 27. So uh, next time I see it, I'll let you know. But uh, flip count is going on. But I got to say, you know, what, I think this is a really cool move here. Um, you know, Petty Motorsports sells Jimmy Johnson, um, a part of purchasing that team, um, first of all, I love I love his move to go get the charter for the 84, you know, flipping that number oh, around yes. for yep. him. But I love the fact that we've named it Legacy Motorsports. This will be Daytona will be the first time in NASCAR history the name Petty is not on, on any team out there. And that's that's crazy. Yes. But I love the I love the idea of Legacy Motorsports because he's still honored. Absolutely. Richard Petty. But Jimmy's got one hell of a legacy, too, there. I mean, whether you're a fan or not, it's a perfect fit between the two of them. I'll tell you what, the greatest sponsor ever for them would be Seagram's. Since they both have seven championships, they could be seven and seven, man. I mean, you know, that would be the ideal sponsorship for those guys. I like this idea. I like this <laughs> idea a lot. Um. You know, and again, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I know there's all the NASCAR haters out there, and and that's that's okay. Hate on. Um, I'm excited for next year because we have so many people in different places that it's a crapshoot that when they roll out at Daytona. And I agree. And I, guys, if you, I think a lot of what is happening is it's still popular to get online and bash NASCAR. Which, if that's your life, that's great. Do it. Either that or you're just not watching it. Absolutely. Because yep. I understand that you sit here and say, well, it ain't like it was in the 90s. Well, first of all, you look back on the 90s with rose-colored glasses. I watched a lot of races in the 90s that weren't real entertaining, mm -hmm. that there wasn't a ton of competition, that guys lapped almost the entire field. Like they, We forget some of that. Jeff Burton won a race and led every lap of the race. That's we forget yeah. those moments. Yeah, but I have to give a lot of credit to NASCAR with the changes they have made um, to create this excitement to to build some of this um, this idea. And and don't get me wrong, I think this new car um, they had to work some kinks out, some safety concerns, and yeah. some things, but. I, I just pulled up the standings right now. Ross Chastain finished second mm -hmm. with a brand new team that and brand new ownership group. Yep. 
and ran second. And say what you want about Ross Chastain, because everybody loves to hate him. Um, personally, I'm a huge fan. For the record, if you remember, I jumped on right when he first came, you know. I love anybody that just runs all out. Yes. And and that's, again, and, and I love that team because, again, they've got that chip on their shoulder. You know, it's, it's Justin Marks. It's, you know, they believe they belong and they believe they can run there. And I love well, the fact that Justin Marks has got the money between him and Pitbull to go get any driver to come to them they could go get. But, but both of those drivers made the playoffs. But they want guys that are hungry, yes. and he went and found them. Yep. So, no, I agree. I think I think Trackhouse Racing, I think another big year for them. Um, I would be all over them, you know, but agreed. A lot of movement. I also have to, you know, shameless plug here. I think we're going to see a big year for Chase Briscoe. I do, too. I think it is the year that yes. – that he takes another step. I mean, he was a playoff contender last year, finished in the top 10 in points. Um, I think just as far as his confidence, we've got another one over here at the Chili Bowl. Um, just as far as his confidence, I think Chase 100% realizes um, he belongs mm-hmm. and uh, he he can go out and, and win championships. So I am excited, uh, you know, to see what he does this year. But I think it's Big, big year for, for Chase Briscoe. I also think Kyle Busch is going to – he went out, out last year feeling like he had to prove something because his uh, his season last year was kind of a dud for him on his standards. And I think he – you know, he moved to Chevrolet. He's with Richard Childress. And uh, I think he's going to come out guns a-blazing because he feels like he has to prove himself. And, you know, we, we've talked before. You see that trajectory of drivers. And, by the way, I did just see the, the flip counter here. We are at 26 now at the uh, Chili Bowl. Um, but, um, you know, we've seen the trajectory of driver. And, and I don't know that there's a true scientific study of it. But, you know, usually if they hit that age that they start getting married and they start having kids – that sticking my nose in that spot that's either going to mean eating the wall at 180 miles an hour or winning, it gets a lot more idea of, hey, you know what? I'll wait. I'll just sit back here at third. Um, I think there's drivers that have overcome that. Um, now, Tony being one, but Tony never got married. So Tony never had anything other yeah. than racing. Um, but Kyle Bush is one that I will put right in that category. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, I think he's a, he's a dad. I think he loves his family, but that dude is a competitor first and he is determined to prove that his success wasn't a fluke that last year was a fluke. Yeah. And I, me personally, and this is just my opinion, I felt like Joe Gibbs really didn't give them all they could for him. You know, he took brought a lot to Joe Gibbs, and I feel like they uh, were ready to give up on him and turn their back on him. And and uh, I think that's why his performance showed what it did last year. Yeah, I gotta say, you know, you talk about the the Gibbs team there, and 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 they have they have walked away from some drivers, kind of shockingly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, Joey Logano comes there and replaces uh, Tony Stewart. They kind of grew him up and got him through everything and then walked away. And then 
we see where Logano has gotten to. Um, Daniel Suarez was a Joe Gibbs cast off, you know, Kyle Busch. Now there's something there that's not connecting, um, to keep these drivers around long-term. And you know, I, I hate the comparison, but I think Kyle Busch will be the shot in the arm that Richard Childress needs because he really hasn't had a super aggressive driver since, since Dale passed away. So I think we're going to get some aggression back in Richard's cars, and that's why I think I, I'm beyond excited for February because, you know, I, I think uh, Kyle A is going to prove himself. He's going to prove himself for Richard too because Richard needs that. Well, I agree, and I, I know again. And don't get me wrong; I've listened to Kyle Busch at times and sat and went, "Man, he's got to quit whining." But. I don't know that Richard Childress has had that guy that's going to walk in the trailer and throw his helmet and get in somebody's face and say, this isn't good enough. We got to go. Yes. Now, I think that that had worn off at Joe Gibbs where it was the Charlie Brown teacher, womp, womp, womp. That's going to light a fire there that there's an expectation, man. If we're going to go win, it's got to go. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited about the uh, the NASCAR season again. I think um, if you're a hater, man, just turn it on. I mean, give it a shot. Um, you know, I'm again excited about the Bushlight Clash at the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. That was very cool last year, too. Um, again, I know. And, yes, it is tight. Yes, it is not perfect. Um, we can sit here and say all of those things. But, man, it is cool watching them race in the Coliseum. Um, you know, some other big events, obviously, Daytona, always big. Um some new ones, Circuit of the Americas. Yes. Excited to see them on road courses. I, I loved all the road, road course, oh, courses. Oh, put them last on year. more. Yes. I mean, that's, again, that the less mile and a half and the more unique courses mm-hmm. to make them be drivers uh, is exactly where we need to be. Um, Bristol, again, on dirt. Again, I know that this is a controversial thing. Um, I have to be honest. I like it. I like it too. Um, I am not a, a a a hater of it. I would like them to see them maybe move them to some other locations. I don't know. I know somebody's going to yell at me or comment and say, "Where else can you put dirt?" I don't know that, but you know, maybe the the Charlotte dirt track or the dirt track at Texas Motor Speedway. But I would like to see them on something else. But I like the Bristol Dirt Race. I do, too. Um, Looking down the list here on the schedule, probably the most exciting thing on the schedule for me, um, and I usually don't say this about an all-star race, but North Wilkesboro, Mm -hmm. um, getting to see those cars back there, just really cool. I just think it's cool that, you know, again, NASCAR is trying to reach back to their heritage a little bit and bring that back from the dead, you know, redoing the track and getting it ready, like you said, for an all-star race, but, you know, still bringing that track back. Then we're going to see them at Nashville Super Speedway. Um, Again, exciting. And, again, here's another controversial one, and this is what I I honestly love about NASCAR right now is NASCAR is – I think NASCAR for so long was worried they might alienate Johnny NASCAR fans so they didn't make changes. They don't care the blowback they're getting. They're going mm-hmm. forward. 
But the Chicago street course race. Yes. I am beyond excited about this. If they don't tear fenders off at that joint, they're not going to tear them off anywhere. I, I am too. That because that's a pretty tight race course, you know, intricate. So that's that's going to be awesome. You go back to look at the success of what F one is doing. Um, I would love nothing more than to win tickets to go watch F one in Vegas race on that. Oh, yeah, these are the things that you bring in, and again, it's something that these guys aren't used to. Um, and I get people say, why we got to go to the Coliseum in L.A.? Why we got to go to Chicago? Why we Fans. Why not? <laughs> Fans. Yeah. I hate to break it to everybody. There's a few more people there than in Martinsville. Yeah. Let's get some people interested. Um, so, yeah, excited about that. Excited to see what happens there. Um, I will also say, again, another one that's controversial. I am still on board that at Indianapolis we run the road course. Oh, I am too. I was getting ready to, to bring that up, that I think that's what we need to do there. It just it is a better race uh, with these cars than anything else. And uh, so, yeah, so just, again, I'm, I'm excited. I know that, you know, obviously we hear all the haters on NASCAR, but uh, I think it's going to be a heck of a year, and I'm excited to see – these guys get going. I'm right with you. Well, Matt, what else you got, man? Well, you brought up F1, and I got to tell you, I didn't watch much F1 until I watched the Netflix series they had on there. And when COVID came out, when uh, you know we had to kind of stay secluded, even when you know we, I was uh, a guy that had to go to work when there was COVID, and we got we kind of locked down on station a lot, so we would watch that on Netflix. And I became an F1 fan just from that that Netflix series right there. And it was very cool to watch what the drivers all had to do and the struggles of, if I mean, that series, if you don't perform, they don't keep you very long. You no, know, they, they, they look, roll through you. They look to get rid of you. They're constantly looking for the next best thing. And uh, I'm kind of looking forward to F1, you know, starting back. Yeah, again, and I agree with you. And I think that's the next step, in my opinion, for NASCAR and you know, we've seen kind of the branch out with some of these um, reality shows that are kind of goofy and that it, it, it's not really what NASCAR needs a true in-depth, almost like a hard knocks from the NFL yes. or something to watch these, you know, embed with these teams and watch what they go through and give us a behind the scenes. Because that's what the F1 thing did. And you're exactly right. Um I mean, I would watch certain F1 races just because it was on, but I actually became a fan of watching these guys because seeing that that grind that they're on. Yeah. So, yeah, exciting stuff coming up for sure. So, uh, what else? Can't think of anything off the top of my head. Got married since last time I was... Uh, yeah. So... Um. So yeah, that's uh, that that's exciting, I, and I was able to uh, let's say had a wonderful guy officiate officiate the, that that wedding. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Congratulations. Thank you. We appreciate you doing it for us. I mean, it was uh, it was a big event. It was it was pretty cool that, that you got to do it. Yeah, no, that was very cool. I appreciate that. So yeah, that was uh, that's been new since we. It's how long has it been since we've done one of these? Shoot, it's been a while, man. Um, uh, probably April or May of last year. So almost a year. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah. You, you moved. Yeah. I, I've moved and remodeled a place. Yeah, and, I moved uh, to a new house. You moved. Um, man, life is... Life has been great. I don't want to make it sound Absolutely. like we've had all these negatives. We've had a lot of great positives. Um, but, man, life has been busy. And uh, so, yeah, settling back in, um, getting the opportunity. We do want to say, I mean, we're going to bounce around with these. Um, you know, I think a big thing that we want to do going forward with this show is is looking at other areas of the sport um, yeah. and and pulling in some of those people. That's why I'm excited to talk to, you know, Trent and Celery. Um, but we still want to talk to drivers. Yeah. Uh, we still want to we want to hear what's going on. And, and you may be shocked when you come in. We may ask you some off-the-wall kind of stuff to uh, learn more about you as a person and what you do and, you know, what's your day job and what do you, you know, how do you, how do you get the opportunity to go race? So we're excited about that. If drivers are interested, reach out to us, um, shoot us a message, um, but we are definitely excited to keep this going and uh, some fun things in the works going forward. Yeah, Chelsea and I don't know what uh, we're going to do this summer because we're not locked down to any one thing this year. No, you got a lot of excitement to go anywhere. So, you know, it can be one of those wake up on Saturday and say, hey, they're racing here today and, and we can take off. And, you know, it's been a long time since, uh, you know, I've been at last summer, we worked on the farm every day we weren't working. So, yeah, yeah we, we are finally to the point now where that's kind of 